It is good that we are here. If you met your heroes, maybe you would have similar words. It is good that we are here. Certainly I would. If I think maybe of some, some heroes that, that we might all have, right? Maybe, maybe we think of our grandparents, right? Our great-grandparents. Maybe these are heroes we never actually got the chance to meet. What would we do if we, if we met them? Maybe it's the founding fathers, right? Maybe it's Abraham Lincoln. Maybe it's Vince Lombardi, Curly Lambeau, who knows? If you got to meet those heroes, what would you do? You might find yourselves with similar words to Peter when he's in the presence of these great ones with James and John, but also finding himself with those Old Testament heroes of Moses, of Elijah. These are two of the most important figures in all of you know, Israelite society right there. You probably have a similar reaction. Right? You'd want them to remain. But you might also find yourselves wanting to talk as well. But what would really be a good use of that time? Well, let's listen to what the Father proclaims to them from the cloud. He says, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. The Father calls us not to talk, but rather to listen. To be, just to be in that presence and to listen. This is really a great example for how to enter into prayer this Lent. We might find the Transfiguration kind of a, a strange reading to be proclaiming only just in that second Sunday of Lent. Like, what, why, why the Transfiguration? Why, why the Transfiguration? Because it's really a, a prefiguring of that relationship that, that is, we are being drawn into, into that, that glory of the Lord, which is at the end of Lent. That going up the mountain, that, that mountain of Lent, that's the image we have today in the gospel. And at the top of the mountain is that great glory of God revealed to us. Brothers and sisters, we still find ourselves uh, at the bottom of the mountain right now. We're making our way to the top. And we know at the top of that mountain will be that glory of the Lord. That glory of the Lord, which is the Paschal mystery, the Holy Triduum. That great mystery, which is not only Christ's glory, but also the glory of Christ's suffering as well. Now that's the fullness of Christ's glory. See, if we're really listening to Christ in the gospel today, as the Father says for us to do, we hear his first words to Peter, James, and John as they come down the mountain of not to relate what they had seen to anyone. That may seem kind of strange <laughs> at first. We always hear, okay, proclaim Christ, proclaim Christ, right? This is, this is so, such an important part of the Christian life. So why would we wait? Why would he tell the apostles to wait here? Well, it's exactly because the fullness of Christ's glory isn't only to be to listen to him in his resurrection, and that glory revealed, that glory that we see so clearly here in the sanctuary, that glory in which Peter, James, and John lined up right there at the bottom are beholding Christ. No, it's also the glory of Christ on the cross, the glory of Christ's perfect suffering. It's the glory in which Christ perfectly fulfills the sacrifice of Abraham. See, Christ is that ram who's in the thicket that God provides for Abraham. This is the one the Lord provides for that sacrifice. So the words of the Father ring true. Listen to him. Listen to him not only by his words, but also by his action. 
by his action of fulfilling that sacrifice of perfect praise to the Father, that sacrifice of Christ himself. This is why we hear this gospel in Lent. Because, brothers and sisters, we are still on that mountain. We are still ascending into the great mysteries of the glory of God. And we know that when we, when we reach that top on the mountain, we find ourselves not in perfect clarity. No, we find ourselves in a cloud. We find ourselves enveloped in this mist. And in that mist, it becomes a little difficult to see at times. It's difficult to see that glory of God. It's difficult to see how God's glory is revealed in our suffering. Although the glory of God is revealed even in Christ's own death on the cross. Yet it is this great mystery in which we find the love of God truly revealed to us. In the words of St. Paul, how much the Father loves us. See how much the Father loves us. For he did not spare his own son. Certainly he will give us everything else as well. So brothers and sisters, I just invite you this Lent to really allow that cloud of mystery to envelop you. But in that cloud to really listen, to really listen. Whether you're at Mass, whether you're at Adoration in the Adoration Chapel here, maybe you find yourself just praying with Scripture. It's really an invitation this Lent to listen more profoundly to that glory that the Lord wants to reveal to you. Because that glory is not only in the resurrection, but also where we find ourselves right now. Not only in heaven, but also where we find ourselves right now. Because ultimately, the suffering that we endure right now not only in Lent, but also beyond, points to that resurrection. Right? It's not completely fulfilled until Christ rises again from the dead. Right? That's part of Christ's command, to, to wait to pronounce this glory. But brothers and sisters, we are living in the time of the resurrection. We are living in the time in which Christ's glory is revealed to us on full display. But yet we wait for ourselves to be able to enter into the fullness of that glory. We ourselves find ourselves climbing that mountain, that mountain of Lent in which the ground can sometimes be uneven, in which it can be steep, which we find sometimes the rocks shift underneath our feet. So have confidence in the Lord. Have confidence that he himself, in listening to him, will uh, bring us to his great glory, bring us to the fullness of his glory, both in his resurrection, but also in his suffering. <laughs>